0: going on guys man having an amazing time season two episode eight want to talk to him
1: about what we're going to discuss on the show today Oh, yes sir greetings we're going to talk about the essence of sustainability being in the moment and the power of no more
0: yes lord be sure to follow us on instagram at serendipity with inky johnson across all podcast platforms as well as youtube be sure to like share comment and subscribe hope you guys enjoy the show peace yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast Season Two, Episode Eight.
1: I'm Ink, man. I'm Oak. What's happening, y'all? Uh, no, nah, not what's happening, y'all. We are the champions, <laughs> bro. We are the champions. Let me go and get to it who right now. Cha- who are the champions? The Atlanta. Atlanta yes, sir. Brave, not Cobb County. The Atlanta. Talk brave. about it. Yeah. We are we the champions, man. I right just, on. I just had to just start out with that, man. Right on, you man. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. the excitement and the and all of what that means. It it goes a lot deeper than just a ball and a bat and a glove mm-hmm. though. Yes, sir. You know, so yes, as, sir. as we uh as we continue this dialogue, we'll get into it. Yeah, no how doubt. You, how you doing today, Bob?
0: I'm all good, man. At least I think so. You know, so I'm am. all good. No complaint, nothing to complain about. You know, if it was, it wouldn't be no need to do it anyway. Yes, sir. Yes, How about sir. you?
1: How you feeling? Shh, man, I can't pull a pine for barking down, man. Just, <laughs> just laying low in the weed, waiting for something to fall down. <laughs>
0: man, let's get into it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, so yes, sir. you know, I got I got this card. Oak, uh, I sent it out once to a dude, and he was like, "Man, I don't know about that." Right, and it reads, "This place where you are right now, God circled on a map for you." Yes sir. It's place where you are right now, God circled on a map
1: for you. Talk to us. Oh. Um first, you know, surface level everything, everything that you go through is is for a purpose, is mm-hmm. intentional, is is uh in order the way it was predestined to be. Right? Right? And the way I look at it is destiny and choice. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, how do they merge? How do they marry? Right, destiny and choice. Yeah. You know, we things. You know, people believe everything is predestined. Yeah, cool. Right, well, I'm good with that. Right, but I also believe, you know, we given the the the, uh, the freedom, the gift of choice, free will. Mm-hmm. Right. So you and I being here right now was preordained. Right. What I don't think is preordained is what you decide to do with it and what I decide to do with it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So every moment you have the opportunity to uh, manifest your God self. Mm-hmm. And so right now this is circled on the map for you, right, this right. moment where your feet are. Now, what do you decide to do with it? Mm-hmm. Do you uh, help others do you inspire others? Do you heal others? Do you uplift others? Do you uh take care of yourself? Yes. Do you heal, you know, work on the process of healing yourself? Meaning, do you provide something positive, something healthy, something beneficial mm-hmm. for you and your surroundings? Or are you making the decision to be less than your best? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. your choice, right? Yeah. So like at every moment, God gave us the gift mm-hmm. of free choice to be and create and recreate who you want to be in that moment. In that moment. Yes. You know, you yes. ask me, I, hey, you know, people ask, how you doing? Man, I'm excellent in this moment. Yeah. Fifteen minutes from now, you know, all hell could break loose. And I have to, you know, recalibrate and mm-hmm. get back to a place of um, civility and a place of peace and, yeah. and, as I say, get back to zero, locate my ego, right? No doubt. But every moment you're given the opportunity to reinvent yourself. Yeah. So say say that, that that quote again. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yes, sir. This place where you are right now,
0: God circled on a map for you. I wonder how
1: many right nows do we miss? mm Yeah. Because we're looking for the next now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Yep. Man, I can't wait to Friday. mm I can't wait to Saturday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, my birthday coming up. <laughs> cool. No pressure with you that. Gonna turn up. You know right. We're birthday. gonna turn up for my birthday. Right. <laughs> but what about right now? Right now, in Absolutely. this moment, yeah. what is it that you're you're supposed to experience mm-hmm. that's going to enhance you? Yeah. That's going to enhance your heart. Right. That's going to enhance your being. Yeah. Right. And so when we're in the, the the promise of now, mm-hmm. right? Then we eliminate the possibility of you know, depression. Mm-hmm. We eliminate the possibility of being down. Yeah. If I can get into now. Now it's hard. It's hard. Oh no question. Like and and shout out to we've all, you know, have bouts and, and with depression and and, and all Forms of being less than our best, mm-hmm. right? I'm just offering a prescription
0: mm.
1: of if we can get into the moment of now, and understand God's greatness and God's gift, and and being gracious and being and having a spirit of gratitude, then in the moment of now, in the mm-hmm. moment of now, then we can combat those forces that that press us to be less than our best.
0: Yeah, I I um I firmly believe like when you say God has circled this moment on the map for you, I firmly believe when things show up, moments, situations, people, that we didn't warrant, right, that we didn't bring about from self-infliction, whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, if something is present in your life, if it's an unfortunate situation, fortunate situation, right? I look at it in terms of if it showed up, I didn't warrant it, I didn't bring I didn't do it through self-infliction. If it shows up, I firmly believe it's there to teach me something. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Now, what that is, I don't know yet. Like, I tell people all the time, like, when I get delayed on a flight, right, I used to be like, man, I can try to get one of these planes (laughs) and get up out of here, right? Mm -hmm. But now I look at it from the space and place of what am I being protected from, right? Just looking at it differently in terms of this moment, God put me in it for a reason, God circled on the map for me. Now my job is Mm -hmm. what's the lesson in it, right? What can I extract from it? How can I be better as a result of it? And so I'm picking up what you're
1: putting down, man. I'm with you on that. And 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 I guess as we go forward, man, I don't want to, or I want to be careful that we 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 don't speak so esoterically mm-hmm. in in the sense that, you know, it's just out there in the ether, if you will. But just in some very real life situations, like, you know, the um the flight getting delayed. Right. I'm stuck in traffic. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get out the house in time this morning or, you know, when, when the best laid plans go awry. Mm-hmm. What is it? Just having the mindset of automatically and, and practicing enough to automatically go to the thought process of, okay, what am I supposed to get out of this? Right. Yeah. Right. And that the answer to that becomes very real and very tangible. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So I, I don't want us to... Uh, To kind of, you know, make it seem like we've kind of glossing over life. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's real. Right? Life is real. But, yet there still is and there still are ways in which we can um, combat situations and circumstances and experiences Mm -hmm. to make them work for, for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Let's get into it. Well, you know where I'm getting where I'm going, man.
0: Yeah, talk to me, man. Let's go.
1: What, if anything, yeah, does it mean to you that the Atlanta Braves are World Series champions? Yeah, you know. The me, Atlanta man. Braves, baseball, talk no, well, first off, first on, off, man. first off, hold on. No, 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 no. First, off, you know me, first man. off, man. Tell the folks, let's not gloss over your history with baseball. My history. And then your personally? present. Yeah, personally. Your history. Yeah. Uh with the game of baseball and and, and also now presently mm-hmm. with, with Lil Inc. Yeah. Like where where does baseball stand? So we can put this in proper context.
0: Right. Yeah. Baseball very important um for a number of reasons. Played it my whole life. Uh from a kid up until, you know, I was a senior in high school. Um, loved it. You know, grew up not too far from Turner Field. Yeah. You know, old yeah. Fulton County Stadium. First time I went to a game with my uncle, Cat hit a ball, ran for it. Cat pushed me down the steps at the stadium. <laughs> we <laughs> we about got kicked out. You know what, it was, what
1: I'm saying? It, it was about to be oh, on.
0: Oh, ain't even, it wasn't about. It, it wasn't, was on. It went, <laughs> it went down. <laughs> down. But, uh, man, love it. You know, my son plays it. I feel like it's an incredible tool. But just for the city of Atlanta and the history, right, You know, of course, quite naturally, for those of us that grew up Southeast Atlanta, you know, Hank Aaron is that Mm, dude.
1: Mr. That's
0: that guy. Yeah. But it's a lot of other pieces from David Justice, Marquise Grissom, you know, all these guys, Chipper Jones, uh, Greg Maddox, you know, John Smokes, John Rocker, Bobby Cox. Like, all the guys, man, that came through the city that we used to watch coming up. Um, I love it, man, and so to see them win it uh, this year, I think for the city it was a good thing, Mm -hmm. you know, with not only what the world has went through over the past year and a half, coming up on two years, but quite naturally when you win a city, you know, you see some of the things that that city goes through, and so for everything that the city has faced this year, I think it was good for the city of Atlanta to win it, man, but also just the history of the Braves and what it brought to us. Present day, mm-hmm. you know, with what mm-hmm. they went through, and so I could talk about them all day, man. So go ahead,
1: get into it. What it means to you, um, you know, I, I when you first said, you know, we just talking about the game itself, right? Atlanta, the mm-hmm. Braves, yeah, you know, being Georgia born, Georgia bred, till I'm Georgia dead, yes sir. Anything, a town, I'm all you know, ten toes down on it. Need that, you know what I'm saying? This red clay for real. Um, Dale Murphy, yeah, Claudel Washington, yeah, Bob Horner, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brett Butler,
0: <laughs>
1: the great Pasquale Perez, man, mm-hmm. gone somewhere. But anyway, um, you know, even, uh, even Ron Washington, even, yeah. even Dusty Baker, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Dusty was on the— uh, Did on the Braves the, draft on, him? Or he just I, played with him when Hank Aaron... I don't know if they drafted him yeah. or not, but he was on the on-deck circle when Hank... Hit that. ...hit, hit, hit the uh, home run. Yeah. Uh, to uh, break Bay Roof record, mm. right? But um, the thing for me, and I, I told my family members in our uh, group text, right? Mm-hmm. The Braves, remember, winning meant um, something a little different. Okay. Right? Because baseball... For the men in my family, the my elders, my ancestors who have gone on, my granddad, great-granddad, my other granddad, my dad, my uncles, right? Yeah. You know, it wasn't basketball. It wasn't football. It was baseball. You mm-hmm. know, they played. You had the Negro Leagues. You know, Josh yeah. Gibson was born, like, 10 miles from where I'm from, hmm. right? So baseball was huge, like, for real, for real. Yeah. And the Braves were their team. And so it— Baseball to me symbolizes, uh, it's one of the few things where uh, black men stepped outside of being stoic Mm. and showed their emotions. Yeah. Right? So I always had an an attachment to baseball because I could see the joy in their eyes when the Braves would win. Mm. You know, cats who having to get up and work from can't see to can't see, Mm. you know, from sun up to sun down. Can't see to can't see. You can't see in the morning can't when they see, leave. You can't, can't see, see at, night at night when they come at home. home. Yes, right, sir. and and for them to on a Sunday, you know, kind of a rest day after church and listen to the Braves, or you know, fortunate enough with the antenna could see the Braves and whatnot, and how yeah. it made them feel. No doubt, right. So I I felt it for them. It's real, you know, the 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 series, and you know everybody has their own personal connections. And so now I see, like, watching, you know, the cats in Boston and New York, the Yankees, Red Sox, and they talk about, you know, the family and their family lineage Mm -hmm. and whatnot, being fans. I can, can, uh, you know, identify with that. But I also can identify with these cats from, you know, almost every day having the toils and trials and tribulations of the day Mm -hmm. from being a black male yeah. Right, and what society throwing at them, and just the 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 joy, small amount of joy that they would have from listening or watching baseball. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for the Braves to win it, that's that's where my mind went. Yeah. And then secondly, you know, having um a uh, uh, a little nephew, I call him nephew. He's really my cousin, but. He's into the baseball, like, mm-hmm. like little ink. You know, they worked yeah, out together a, champ, a, one time, yeah. and um, Tristan. Lil Tristan, the champ. And uh, you know, for him, he had the opportunity to go to two World Series games. Yeah, you know, back to back, that Friday and Saturday, yeah. uh, here, and so for him to to go, um, that that epitomizes, you know, the 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 legacy, the lineage, mm. of of the, my past, and then watching him get the experience to go and watch the Braves win two games in the world series you know something he can pass down to his great grandchildren yes uh, you know what i'm saying so beautiful man so this whole you know this whole time this whole season um in terms of the fall in terms of baseball and whatnot just what it means for me personally to to our folks but you know that's that's the sentiment across the south yeah you know Atlanta, the Braves are the yeah. the, the South it's the team, squad, no doubt. You know you you got buses coming from Mississippi, yeah, man. North Carolina, South Carolina, yeah, you know love them. they you know and then turned uh, TBS, so everybody saw the Braves. Yeah, but it really for those, I think about those brothers who uh, whose voices, whose experiences don't get to be seen and and um, exemplified
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the public scene, you know, in the public arena. Yeah. Um, I got you. Them, them, just, just, I, I, they were in heaven, just smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
0: strong. It's um, like baseball is an interesting game. Oak. Like, when you think about baseball, the correlation that I have to it, it's a lot of them that we can pull out in terms of life. But baseball is, you know, like basketball, long season. Yeah, long season, right? And you see cats go through their ups, their downs, their mm-hmm. ebbs and their flows. And when I see cats, I can't help but to think like you see a Freddie Freeman man, drafted at seventeen, Yeah. love Freddie big Freeman. leagues at twenty, love Freddie starting Freeman, position man. at twenty-one, yeah, still in the league, right? And pay you Freddie know too. every year, hold on, oh, hold on,
1: double A, pay Freddie, man, all right. don't pay Freddie, <laughs> man. But Anyway, go ahead, <laughs> pay Freddie, MVP free, <laughs> yes, pay that man, right? But
0: you know every year somebody has tried to take his position right and for yeah. him to produce year after year after year and I always think in terms of what sustains a cat mm. what sustains their talent their gifts their abilities because cat's making already over a hundred million right you know what I'm saying yeah and so once you get in the hundreds of millions like, the average cat gonna go lay in the satin sheets and be like, all right, I did it. I made it. My my cigar, I'm cool. And so when I see that, I think about that. And so I want to pose the question to you. What sustains you when it comes to goals, dreams, aspirations, when it comes to projects, whatever, education? Like, what sustains Oak to operate at the optimal level or the press to
1: operate at that level every single day? What sustains you? who are you doing it for bro that yeah. that that's the first thing i said it I, it may not seem like i thought about that question but as you were talking that mm-hmm. just what was put on my spirit yeah. who are you doing it for mhm yeah. right it, it, are you doing it for something outside of yourself mhm because if you're just doing it for yourself your 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 individual self can easily be satisfied yeah which means they're going to come a time and period where you're good, you're straight, right? Yep. But when you're doing it for um your mom, when you're doing it for your family, when you're doing it for your, you know, the legacy or you're doing it for the ones coming behind you, when you're doing it for your teammates, mm-hmm. when you're doing it for your friend, like and and that answer must be different every time. Yeah. Because if I'm doing it for let's say my son, then I can get to a place, as you saying, about hundred million dollars, he's good. So now it becomes finite. But right. who you doing it for and that the answer to who you doing it for is always different, then the answer is infinite. Mm-hmm. So then who you're doing it for will carry you and sustain you day in and day out. Right? Um and then ultimately you're trying to uphold a legacy. hmm Right. We go back to who you 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 being thankful and you're being uh gracious for having the opportunity. Yeah. See so the moment that you say I'm good, the moment that you say I'm good, I'm good, is the moment that you lose the spirit of gratitude. You done. You done. Cause now it becomes all about you because who's good? You're I'm done. good. You done. You're right. Dinner. So you have to, even if you gotta fabricate something in your mind to keep going. Mm-hmm. Right? Or or fabricate a, a reality. Yeah. As MJ would, you know, he'd be like what? He'd make up some stuff in his head yeah. that somebody said something to him or dissed him or yeah, whatever. Yeah, somebody's mom was right. something, yeah. That's cool. That's right. on the surface. But ultimately what was the product? What was the end result? The end result was he showed uh appreciation for the sacrifices that his mom that his mom made. Mm. sacrifices for what his father made yeah. sacrifices for uh that his sisters and brothers made for yeah. him to be in that situation for his wife and his kids you know at the time so you know whatever you got to make up in your head to keep going mm-hmm. ultimately you're showing your appreciation for the people who helped you get to that place yeah. and the moment that you say I'm good I'm done it's over with for you I'm yes done. And most importantly, though, when you say I'm good, you're really just you're really saying to God, man, you're really being disrespectful, in my my opinion. Mm. You're like, you know, I know you you've done God all that, all that you've done for me, and I appreciate it. But right now, you ain't got to do no more. Mm. You don't have Girl. to do anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm anything else that you do, I don't appreciate. Yeah. Because I'm not going after it, I'm not, you know, giving it my same energy. Mm-hmm. So what keeps me going is always remembering, who am I doing this for? Yeah. I'm doing this to show gratitude to God. I'm doing this for all the folks who made sacrifices for me. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to create a legacy and create a blueprint, if you will, for the ones coming after me, something that they can see and use and and propel them forward. Yeah. I got right? you. So, yeah, the minute that I, I you know that I decide that uh, it's just about me. Yeah. Done. Then it's over with. Yeah. It's over with. It's, it's what about a, you? It's an interesting
0: concept to me, Oak, you know, because, um, like, you see people, man, in life that are so talented, skillful, brilliant, incredible, and it's almost as if when they get to a certain point or they acquire certain things mm-hmm. or they make a certain amount of money, or they get a certain position, it's like they regress. Yeah. And you're like, man, what happened? Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? That, that quest to be better, that quest to constantly try to sustain, that quest to try to grow. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? And so I always think about it in terms of just with people on the journey to goals, dreams, and aspirations because if it's predicated upon external factors, Mm -hmm. right? That's why I always say to cats, can you be committed to the process of what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the results of what you're doing? That's the main question I used to ask cats at Tennessee. You could be committed to the process of what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the results of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Cats like, no, I want the result. I'm like, cool, I'm with you. But if the result changes, does it change Mm -hmm. you? Right? If you don't get what you want from a situation... Does it affect your character? Mm-hmm. If the result changes, what does that do to your commitment and your dedication? If the result changes, are you willing to sacrifice for what you said you wanted? Right. Right? And so when I think about sustainability toward what we want in the quest to try to accomplish in life, I often think about that. Mm-hmm. That's why I pose
1: that question. So. And... and. um to me, what what comes to mind when you were talking about it is uh, is the backstory, mm-hmm. right? What's the cat's backstory? Yeah. Meaning, like you know, you you speak about yours all the time, but think about your backstory. Right. Your backstory is what fuels you, no doubt. Right. Yep. Your backstory is what keeps you going every day. The answer to the question is why you keep doing what you're doing, or there's no result that's going to keep you from doing what you're doing mm-hmm. because you had the experiences growing up that no one else saw you were out there in the morning running, you were waking up playing basketball. You were on Saturdays going back and forth, working out with pops. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? All of those, you were ask mom to stay a little, little extra, stay late. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I can get in these extra drills, that backstory. So the moment that you say, Mm-hmm. I'm good. You saying, Ma. Dinner. You saying, Pops. You saying, the folks that sacrificed for you. I'm good on that. Mm. I don't mm. appreciate that anymore. Mm. did not mean nothing. do not mean nothing anymore now, in this Damn. moment. Yeah. In this moment. It meant something back then yeah. when I was trying to get what I wanted. Yeah. But once I got what I wanted, that talk, don't mean man. nothing talk, no more.
0: Talk, man. That's life. Talk, man.
1: Take me to church, man. Okay, I'm going to take why did David beat Goliath? Mm. Right? Yes. As Malcolm Gladwell would say. I mean, it's in the backstory. Yeah. David was, what was David doing? David mm. had to tend to the sheep. Yes, sir. At night. Yep. To keep the wolves from coming to get the sheep. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. He was just being obedient to his dad. All his other brothers were going off to war. Mm-hmm. So then when A- David got old enough to go, boom, he went, right? Yeah. They going to put him up against Goliath. Yep. put him on all this armor and stuff mm-hmm. David didn't you, you gotta take this off they me this man. it don't feel right because, because when I met them wolves in the middle of the night to protect yeah. the sheep by doing what my dad has said do uh-huh. by being obedient and yes, submitting sir. to my dad's word yes, sir. Right, which is then ultimately submitting to God's word yes, sir. then now I can take on Goliath and guess what happened mm. Mm. became the victor mm.
0: yes, right sir. it's
1: in the backstory, yeah so you know, David is victorious because of the backstory.
0: Question. Do answer. you think David would have been victorious if he never had to be obedient and tend to the sheep?
1: You know the answer to that, Ink. Yeah. You already know the answer to that. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's in, it's in the backstory. It's in it's in your obedience. It's in that what, what made you you. Mm-hmm. it is what allows you to be victorious. Yeah. Not your greatness in this moment. Yeah. Your greatness in this moment is the product, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Everything is product or process. The process is the backstory.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. The
1: pro- the process is the backstory. That's where the attention lies. Can you tell me about anybody? I'm, I, the first thing I meet you, I'm gonna say where you from, because mm-hmm. that's gonna give me an indication. Now we're gonna get into what's your backstory.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So meeting meeting and knowing you guys. Right. Anytime I'm I'm dealing with my students mm-hmm. or people, I wanna know where you're from. I'm on a Saturday, I'm coming to see how you live in every day. Yeah. That gives me the fuel and gives me the knowledge of who you are. Yeah. Right? And then how I can I can best assist you and best support support you. So I got you. <laughs> it's in the backstory. It's in the backstory. It's in the backstory, boss. The excellence, the mastery is in the backstory. I um
0: I was watching an interview. Oh, when we talk backstory, we talk the reason I asked that question about tending to the sheep, because oftentimes whatever that tending to the sheep is, like mm-hmm. you just said, backstory, oftentimes we don't value tending to the sheep. We just want the result, right? And so when we see people in the world that are great at what they do, right, whatever that may be, education, basketball, football, whatever, entrepreneurship. Oftentimes, as young people, I say all the time, one of the greatest mistakes we make is thinking where we meet people is where they've always been. Right. Right? And we see a result of greatness, excellence, brilliance, awesome. And young people want to emulate that, the end result. Mm-hmm. Right? And like you always say, man, these cats don't realize, man, these cats be working. Yes. Cats be putting in work, right? And so I'm watching some on MJ because I'm going to be honest, when I get ready to speak, like when I go somewhere to speak and give a presentation. Yeah. Before I go speak and I'm in a room, I put on MJ highlights. I put on Kobe highlights. I put on AI highlights. I put on Steve Atwater highlights. Brady, right? Like different cats that's executed at a high level for a long time. I put Mm -hmm. on their highlights. I listen to it, right? I'm going to give a presentation to a bank, Mm -hmm. insurance company. But I'm listening to MJ. I'm watching highlights. Get me in the zone, right? And as I'm listening... Before I'm about to go on, I'm backstage in the green room listening, and they asked MJ about the championships, right? Like, man, you keep winning, this, that, and the third. Like, how do you keep it? How do you keep doing it? And MJ was like, to be honest, like, everyone gets a little bit harder, Mm -hmm. right? He was like, because it affects the bite. Right. It's like you don't have the same bite that you had when you won the first one as when you win the fifth one or the fourth one, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Don't have the same bite, right? When they ask the cat, Brady, what's the best ring? The next one, yeah. right? That's him saying, nah, I still got the bite. It might not be the same, but having respect for cats that figure out how to keep and sustain the bite to get the next one. Yeah. I know MJ, your guy, right? <laughs> when you hear MJ talk about, man, the bite might not be the same, but he still figure out ways to conquer and succeed and accomplish...
1: Like, what does that make you think about? Oh. Um, I mean, I, I I take it the same way. I take MJ the same way you do, mm-hmm. right? In terms of me, I always say, you know, I I aspire to be the MJ of teaching mathematics. Mm-hmm. I aspire to be the MJ of being a leader or a school administrator, right? And my bad too.
0: I said MJ, Michael Jordan, you know. <laughs> For okay. those of us, I right. know y'all right. know MJ, bro. Right. You, know. you know,
1: and then you know the other immortal MJ in terms of Michael Absolutely. Jackson. Absolutely, but we, we're speaking in the sports realm. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, you know, even young people are people who are hearing this. They're like, maybe what's what's great or so special about him, right? Right. But it's that mindset. Mm-hmm. It's that mindset of being great every day, regardless of situation and circumstance. Right. Being able to find something to call upon that—I'm uh, sorry—that is going to allow you to manifest the best of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So for me, that is what MJ represents.
0: Yeah. Um, is that why people wear sh- his shoes in different facets of life? Right. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of athletes come out with shoes, but a be leading the choir. In church and got on some Jordans. Yeah. Yeah. Cat has stand there flat footed and speak, preach, teach, Mm -hmm. and be rocking some Jordans.
1: I I think I think it's beyond physical. Yeah. In that they can feel um they can feel and sense greatness. Mm. And we're not talking about the man, the person. No. I'm not talking about that. Right. Right. I'm talking about that he's a his basketball ability is the example right? Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a sheer force of energy of what greatness is. Yeah, We just happen, because we have a limited um, use of the English language mm-hmm. and of, of, of just words themselves, we just say MJ or we right. say Michael Jordan, right? right? But it's really something greater and deeper than that. Yeah, He's just the, the face and the epitome of what greatness is. So if you're really studying it, it's sort of like what Kobe did. What makes Kobe wonderful and great and brilliant was he studied MJ to the point where he created his own, um, he recreated his own, own self yeah. through the mumble mentality, right? Right. Which was, I'm taking this force of energy mm-hmm. and let me figure it out to the point where I can use it for self. Mm. That's what MJ it represents to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just like you go on to speak and knock folks across the head, mm-hmm. boom. You know, there's some cats who can go in the classroom and knock people across the head and teach in teaching and whatever genre that you're in, entrepreneurs, whatever. If it's still the same energy, force of energy mm-hmm. that you want to take, that you want to tap into. Yeah, right. That is what allows you again to keep going forward gotcha. to not get complacent. Yeah, so not to get too deep and smoky about this stuff, right? When you become complacent is when you cut off that energy source Mm. from the universe, from Mm. God. Yeah. Right? I'm good. God, I got enough. I'm full. I'm fat. I'm straight. Right? Because what does that mean, though? When you're taking something in and not giving it out, Mm. and when you get full,
0: that
1: means you've gotten lazy. Yeah, man. Because what you're getting, you're I supposed just to give. That's something about that, right? So then you always got to be hungry. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Crawford Long Middle I School. Just saw that. You know, we just we fortunately have just um won three straight. Three Al- straight. Atlanta City. Don't grades um, over that three
0: straight. Shout out the Crawford Long Middle School football yeah.
1: team. Yeah, yeah. We just three won straight. Three straight championships at city of Atlanta. Right. Um, you can't get hungry. I mean, you can't get full. Yeah. So the more we we get, mm-hmm. when I say we, Coach Robert Printup, Brandon Simpson, um, the yes, more sir. we get, the more we give. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not a just about it's not just about coaching the young seventh graders, eighth graders that we have now. It's about ensuring that when they're ninth graders tenth graders, still walking with them, twelfth graders, some on going to college, mm-hmm. right? So the more that you get, the more that you give. Yeah. So the moment you feel like you've done enough, what you've done is done. you've gotten lazy. Done. You've stopped giving. Yeah. Yeah, right? man. You've stopped, you, you've stopped the process. Yeah. The process stopped with you. Mm-hmm. The process of giving and getting, getting and giving. Right? So when you get complacent, yeah. just go on and say to yourself, I'm good. If If that's the truth you want to tell yourself. The moment you get complacent, you are saying to God, uh, "I appreciate all that you've given me, yeah. but you ain't got to give me no more." Yeah, it's and like
0: you... it's like catching a blessing and closing your hand, mm-hmm. right? You caught the blessing, you close your hand, but you can't open it up to receive even more, right? And most of the time in life, that's what we do. We get to a certain place, close that hand. Boom. Things go well, close that hand. It's cool. It's cute. You gotten yeah. to a certain point. But you've limited yourself in order to be open to receive more blessings and more opportunities to accomplish yeah. and soar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The blessings is supposed to flow through.
0: Yeah. Not flow to. Yeah. Blessings don't through. come
1: to you. They flow through you. Yes. Exactly. Just like with kids. Yeah. Kids come through you. They not come; they don't come to you. Hmm. Right? That's good. They, you, you just been given the assignment of preparing them to go out into the world and be a blessing to somebody else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I so. got you. I got you. So, man, look. Um,
0: <laughs> so I heard some oak that it it piqued my interest, right? And it piqued my interest in such a way to where I was like, oh, okay. A cat said, man, this past year and a half with COVID, man, this thing been an inconvenience in my life. <laughs> I said, welcome to the club. <laughs> I said, but be careful how you speak about it. Mm-hmm. He said, why? I said, I'm not saying that you can't speak about it. You should. I said, but be careful of the words you use to describe your experience because the words we often use to describe our experience usually becomes our experience. Yep. I said, I'm not saying that you can't complain or you can't say it's been an inconvenience because it probably has, as I'm sure it has been for us all. I said, but be careful of the words that you choose. Because the words we often choose usually dictate the perspective and the mind state that we have about certain things that we encounter. And so when we talk about words, oh, with you and your background in education, how important are the words that we use when we engage in dialogue, when we explain certain things, or even speak about people, situations, circumstances, just the power of words,
1: the power the power words. I was having a conversation the other night, uh, with my cousin. And um you know, I'm gonna go here real mm-hmm. quick. I think somewhere in that book, the book we we The good book. We read. Yes. You sir. know what I'm saying? And you know, just just so that I, I I always profess who and where I am with with the creator, so I don't care nothing about the rest of it. But the book that we read, mm-hmm. um, there's uh, John, I think mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Right? That's New Testament. Ain't it? <laughs> and, and the first, you know, I think in the first <laughs> first chapter, first verse or two, it says, in the beginning there was the Word. Mm-hmm. And the Word was God, yeah. and the Word was with, with God. God. Yeah. So to me, what I think about is, what you just asked, the Word. Mm-hmm. How powerful is the Word? If the Word is being connotated with God, then that must be all powerful. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm just let that sit right there. Mm. I ain't no, I'm i not a theologian or whatever that word is. <laughs> theologian. And, uh, a preacher or none yeah. of that stuff. But what I do know mm-hmm. is from uh, from a, a, a African traditional standpoint, we have this term we call the power of no mo. Okay. Which is the power of words. Yeah. Meaning you speak things into existence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing happened until it was spoken. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it starts, that's why John, first chapter, first verse starts out with mm. In the beginning, it was the Word. Lord and the Lord Word, Word God. was God. In the beginning, Lord it was God. the Word. Yeah. Right? So then you must start out with speaking it, mm-hmm. writing it, saying it. Thinking it is the word that's the manifestation. Now, what you decide to manifest again, that's one of the gifts God gave you. Yeah, you can manifest your destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, not in isolation and not alone, but it starts. I said in the beginning, it was the word, but it also Mm -hmm. says, uh, you know, about work. Yeah, right. So, you got to work to manifest it, but that comes second Mm. or third. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But primarily, it's the word. Yeah. Then, secondarily and tertiary, is your actions and all of that. But you got to first speak it. Got to speak it. Believe it. Speak it. Believe it. Right? So, is it an inconvenience or is it an opportunity? Mm.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speak
1: it. You got to speak it. Speak it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, when you you say to a person, I love you, Uh what you're really saying is, I'm affirming Mm -hmm. the God that's in you. Yes. Yes, right. Not from a a, a, a selfish or self centered standpoint. What you're saying is, I see God in you. That, that's what I love, yeah. right there. Namaste. Yes.
0: The God in me see the God in mm-hmm. you. Yes.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. Right. So it's, it's it's the power of no more. Yeah. The power of no more. Um, being able you speak things into existence. Yeah. You speak your reality. It's good and bad. Right. Work both ways. Yes. Whether we see it that way or not. Right, right. The yin and yang, yes, it can be good, bad. Yeah. So you want to speak health? Mm-hmm. You want to speak health? Look, in- into your reality.
0: Something, uh, something happened to me last week, Oak, and um, I'm trying to figure out how to interpret it, and maybe, maybe you can help and assist me with it. You yeah, don't know nothing right? about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so I spoke in a place uh, last week, organization. And um organization, man, was great, beautiful, first class, everything went well. Um, presentation went great, standing ovation, cool, experience, awesome. Afterwards, greeting the people, awesome encounters. And a guy comes up and says, um, man, um, I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. But I gotta be honest, I didn't expect that from you. All right? Mm -hmm. And he shook my hand. Mm -hmm. An accident. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him, right? As he's exiting? Yeah, Uh as he's exiting. I'm like, what did you expect? What did you expect? Based upon what? What was the perception? What was the perspective? What did you expect? hmm Right? Yeah. I'm on the plane flying back home like, what did he expect? Right? Talk to my wife about it. What did he expect? I said, so let me bring it to the good doctor. Let me bring it
1: to Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Um... I think the the answer to what he expected is obvious. Yeah. Right? hmm The look. Yeah. The hair. Yeah. The vernacular. Mm-hmm. You know. The 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 arena in terms of the backstory. Yeah. Athletics, whatever, yep. whatever. Okay, cool. That's what he expected. Mm-hmm. Based off of um, you know, the race and all of this, that and the other. Just you, male, black male, Mm -hmm. whatever. The question for me is um, what does it matter,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right, in the sense of that's one of those classic it's a you issue in terms of it wasn't what he expected Mm -hmm. or it's a him issue. It's a you issue in terms of how does that, if that shifts my perception of myself right, and how do I move forward mm-hmm. in terms of um, um putting forth this notion of who and what we are in terms of people who identify themselves like you, right, right, so he expected what he sees. From a um, social media standpoint, from mm-hmm. a media standpoint, from a TV, from a movie, whatever, whatever, that he happens to partake in. That's what he expected. So mm-hmm. you, you're you not that. Right. Cool. That's surface level. Yep. To me, that's surface level. Right? What's a little bit beyond the surface is um, I wonder will he now go back and reevaluate? Mm-hmm. His expectations and why he expected what he expected. Right. Right. It's not so much of that you presented something that he didn't expect. The yeah. question is now that you have been presented, you have been shown the light. Yeah. That there is some articulation, there's some brilliance, there's some wondrousness, mm-hmm. some divinity in this presentation right here. How does he go back and now and reevaluate life form? For him himself, right, right. Then that's cool. That's something we don't have control over. What we do have control over is now. How do you move forward? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you go about um, shifting or not shifting uh, the way in which you impact and present yourself Mm -hmm. and and uh, present who we are to people who may not know? Yeah, it inspired me, man. Exactly. That's why I was was going to. Like that's a one. Want- now you yeah. understand. You have a, another platform, another wonderful opportunity to be uh, divine for folks who may not be exposed yeah. to to what divinity looks like in this form. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. It inspired me,
0: man. Like I'm, I'm already like inspired when I walk into a room to present for a number of reasons. But you know, when the comment was made like I peep game I know what time it is mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I'll play I'll play a game with a cat in terms of reverse psychology just to check his temperature yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying and so it inspired me in such a way to where every time I go in a room to present anyway I feel as if I'm stored in the opportunity mm-hmm. for the brother that's coming behind me that looks like me Right? I'm not there to stay. I'm just passing through. God blessed me with the opportunity in this moment, do my best possible job. So when my brother come behind me and get the opportunity, he gets it, Mm -hmm. right, to expand, to elevate even more for the next cat that's coming behind him, to get it, to expand to elevate even more. And so it inspired me, you know what I'm saying, to do it in such a way to where when my counterpart comes behind me, it's like, hey man, I laid it out for you. Do what you do, right? And so I didn't take offense to it, right? Because you can't—I don't know you, exactly, right? You can't offend me. I don't know you. I don't know nothing about you, yeah. right? But it inspired
1: me even more yeah. to press forward and onward because it's—it's it's, it's the idea, it's the concept that we're really, you know, toiling around with, not the person. Yeah, absolutely, it's not personal. Never personal.
0: Like Nino, always business.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or or I like to say it's always spiritual. Yeah, it's always spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because as I say all the time, everything is me and my contract right with God, me and my conversation with God. You the benefactor. Yeah, you just happen to be the benefactor. Yeah, right. That's why everything is a you issue. Mm-hmm. You know that that's it comes off as the most or could be the most callous statement, mm-hmm. but for me, it's the most loving statement that I can give. Everything is a you issue. You have every you have the opportunity every day mm-hmm. to cultivate your relationship with God, yes, that's you it's a you issue see yeah. you issue yeah so um, as as I've you know just been thinking about just going back and reminiscing, i, I came across a couple of proverbs that I want to shoot your way, yeah, and um, just just get your thought on them and just put them out there yes sir and and you know proverbs have different topics or genres this one is is more along the, the line of wisdom right um it's two it's two uh, uh, someone if I were to say or a proverb the proverb says I don't care what nobody has to say say the fool mm. I don't care what nobody has to say says the fool. Mm-hmm. How does that hit you? What 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 are, what are we trying to say right here?
0: You've um, you've cutting off the faucet of learning. Mm. Like I believe, any and everybody can teach you something. Now, what that something is is different for everybody. Right. But I firmly believe any and everybody can teach you something. And so, the moment you say you don't care what nobody has to say you cutting off the faucet of learning and evolving and growing. Mm -hmm. Because the person that you may think can't tell you nothing probably can teach you more about life than anybody. And so just being open, man, like Mm -hmm. that's what comes to mind. Be open to lessons, to the universe, to God, to people, and how things can show up to teach you not only something about life, but something about yourself, Right challenging, right? What we always talk about, always be willing to challenge and examine what you think you know to be true, Mm -hmm. right? And so the moment you say, I don't care what nobody got to say, says the fool, you cut off the faucet of learning, evolving, and growing. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I can pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. The foundation of wisdom is to transcend earthly experiences, not to wallow in it elaborate on that the i want to hear your thought the process the foundation on that. of wisdom is to transcend earthly experience not to wallow in it talk to me um those things that we encounter mm-hmm. right whether they are joyous whether they are hurtful yeah right wisdom meaning uh being able to see beyond the obvious by heeding the words of the elders mm-hmm. right being able to tap into so the people around you to allow you to see these earthly experiences for what they are, gotcha. right? To not take this situation personal that somebody may have went off on you, right? Mm-hmm. Or the, today just didn't go your way, yeah. right? You just had a bad day. To see that as, okay, what am I supposed to get from it? Just, you know, just the nature of our dialogue, period, Looked point up. blank, since, since the beginning, is that we are pressing to transcend these earthly experiences. Mm-hmm. As opposed to wallowing in it is not going my way, then I'm gonna respond negatively mm-hmm. or I'm gonna respond in an unhealthy way, which going which is going to cascade into other events and circumstances that are not going to be helpful and beneficial to me. Yes. Right? Wallowing that those things that happen to me. It's it's akin to, you know, the adage of ninety percent of uh, you know, 10% of what happens to me, 90% of how I respond, respond to, to it, it, whatever, right? So you're, you're taking these experiences that we have on in an earthly form, in a human form, mm-hmm. transcending them and being able to see what spiritual value they have for you. Mm. Yes. What that's emotional good. value they have for you. That's good. How am I able to take this situation that's presented to me and transcend it mm-hmm. to a place of exalting myself? Mm-hmm. exalting others around me, right? Yeah, and not wallow in it and fall and succumb to it from a negative standpoint. That's good. So I'm picking up what you're putting down. That's it, man. That's it. I um, got you. So as we close out, as I yes, said, sir. um, I'm going to give us an assignment. Okay. What we got? We got. So for the next 14 days, from whatever, whoever hears this, we, we welcome that you join in on it, Right. Um, Writing it down. The challenge is three to write or type three hand handwritten or or three authentic notes of affirmation uh, to your people, whoever your people are, your circle. That's family. That's friends. That's coworkers. Whoever they may be, three notes a day to three okay. different people. Right. For 14 days straight. Be intentional about it. Think about it. Like, what is it? What's the gift of this person? What's the beauty of this person? How wonderful is this person? Right. Yes, sir. And try not to be there when they receive it. Hmm. Meaning be intentional about just dropping it off. Gotcha. Right. And watch how describe how take note of how God begins to work in your life as a result of that. It's good. Look for the peace. Look for the tranquility. Look for the fulfillment that is going to bring you in it. Now, that just, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all the way out there on a limb on this now. <laughs> on on the for real. There's just something that came to me. Like, man, what if we just, just for 14 days straight, just just let people know exactly what we think and how we feel about them. Yes. You know, it can be two people. It can be three people. It can be four people. So we're, we're not getting caught up in the three. I just said three as a. Just yeah. throwing out the number, right? Right. But just be intentional about your folks, yeah. Your circle of people, mm-hmm. right? Just uplifting them. Let's see. Let's see how the spirit works. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm game. I got you. Yeah. So,
0: good people, good people, man. We greatly appreciate your time. Uh, man, it's been an honor to serve you, privilege, pleasure, and thank you so much, my good brother. As always, man. Yes, sir. Nothing but love, honor, and respect, No, Now, what,
1: what you supposed to say? Well, you supposed to say something. You supposed to do this whole... Be
0: so, sure. The social
1: media For stuff, sure. Man.
0: Like we say down <laughs> here, for sure. For sure. Now, nah, be sure to, man, um, like, comment, subscribe, and share, you know, at your convenience. We would greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you for your time. Thank you
1: so much. Peace. Peace.